more. Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Dalid in Psachim. Again, we learn for four Shlema, for Tovamir and Bastvora Mindel. <coughs> right from the top of the page. Interesting story. There was a man called Ivo. Now, Ivo was Rav's father. Rav Bar Achva Dravchia. Rav was the son of uh, Ravchia's brother. That was, his name was Ivo, the, the, his father. Rav's father was named Ivo. Ubar Achsein, he, he was also the son of Ravchia's sister, meaning how could that be? Ravchia's half-brother from his father's side, Ivo, married his half-sister from his mother's side. The, obviously, the half-brother of Ravchia and the half-sister of Ravchia were not related. They were, well, you can call them step-brother, uh, step step-siblings. Uh, um, obviously, after Ravchia's uh, father died, after Ravchia's father died, uh, after Ravchia's mother died, rather, his father married another woman. And, uh, and therefore, um, and, and that other woman, had they had a child, and uh, Rav Chia's brother from his from his father married uh, married his mother. No, I, I didn't say it right. Let me start that again. <laughs> that wouldn't work out. Rav Rav's, um, Rav's uh, was the son of Ivo, who was Rav Chia's brother from his father's side, and he and Rav, this Ivo married Rav Chia's sister from his mother's side. Meaning, his mother had this uh, child from uh, another husband. And, uh, and Rav Chia's, uh, brother Ivo was his father from a different wife. So therefore, Ivo and Rav Chia's half-sister, who he married, were not really related, other than being stepbrothers. You can call them step-siblings. Uh, step I had that, uh, I remember in yeshiva, there was a, a guy who um, was from a family of seven adopted children. And one of them, and he married his sister. They weren't really related. They were just adopted together. They weren't related at all. And in this sense also... But here they had, they had the same father, right? No, no, no. They didn't have the same father. Why? Well, they couldn't have gotten married. They couldn't have had the same father. Meaning, okay. Ravchia's brother from his father's side, right? His brother from his father's side. Meaning his father had been married to, let's say, a woman, uh, you know, X. And, um, and uh, they had the same, uh, they had the same R- father. Ravchia was his uncle. Ravchia was Rav's uncle. How was he his uncle? Ravchia's brother from Ravchia's father's side, from Ravchia's father's side, married Ravchia's sister from his mother's side, who wasn't really related, and, and, and right, it wasn't related, and therefore, the, and they had a child. He, he, had a, he had a sister from his mother's side, who let's say she was from a different, who was born from a different, uh, a different sister. In other words, Ravchia's father and mother had gotten married, but... This, from he was let's say a later child. Let's say Ravchia's father and mother got married, and they had Ravchia, right? But Ravchia's father had children from another marriage, so therefore Ravchia had a, had this brother Ivo from another marriage, and Ravchia's mother uh, had a daughter from another marriage, right? So now when Ravchia's parents got married, right, they each had children from another marriage, and the, the, the his father's son from another marriage, whose name was Ivo, that son married Ravchia's sister from another. Obviously, they got to know each other because Ravchia's parents got married. That's probably how they made the Shidduch, right? But Ravchia's father, Ravchia's brother from his father's side was not related to Ravchia's sister from his mother's side. They both had come from previous marriages. In any case, 
Um, this brother, this ha- this uh, half brother that Ravchia had, who married uh, Ravchia's half sister, Ravchia's half sister, they had a child, Rav. That was Rav. Rav was the son of that uh, student. So that so Rav came now to visit his uh, his uncle Ravchia in Eretz Yisrael. Rav came from Babel. Kisolik lost him when he went up to Eretz Yisrael. Omerle. So, uh, you know, in those days, they didn't have email and texting and phones and things like that. They were far away. So uh, when he came to him, Ravchia said, so uh, he wanted to know how is his brother doing and how is his sister doing, right? It's his half-brother and half-sister. Amalei, Ivo Kayim, is my brother Ivo still alive? Amalei, Ima Kayimus, why are you asking me about my father? Did you ask me if my mother's alive, uh, who's also your sister? Amrle, uh, Imakamis, is she alive? Amrle, Saraf said, Ivo Kayam, is my father alive? In other words, you didn't ask me that. I didn't answer you by my father. In other words, he asked him always in a question. He didn't want to say that they were dead. Amrle, so, and uh, Zavchia understood from that that they were both gone, that they had both died. Because, but again, the Lush that we saw yesterday, you don't want to use a knife, you don't want to say something bad. Even the one member, he came back with the, uh, he had tore Kriya, and they said, uh, and uh, they said he died. Amrle, did he die? I mean, he said that, that when they went to find out about um, Rav Tana, who was sick, they went to check on him, and he found out that he had died, right? He found out that he had died. So, but when he came back, he didn't want to say the words that he died. So he said, uh, he, you know, so he, he, he uh, didn't really answer. He said, uh, you said it, not me. I didn't say it. He didn't want to use the words. So, again, Rav did not want to relate to his uncle Rafia that Rav's parents, Ivo and his wife, who was Rafia's half brother and half sister, died. So Rafia understood, though, from those words. When he, from he asked him a question, you know, he didn't answer the question directly. If, he, if they would have been alive, he would have just said they're alive, right? Rashi brings that another Girsa that he actually it wasn't in a question that he answered him. He answered him straight. He said, "Is is my is uh, Ivo alive?" He says, "Well, my the, my mother's alive." He asked him about. But then it turns out that he's not really telling the truth, so Rashi doesn't like that answer. You know, as he asked him, he answered it in a Jewish way, but when you asked him a question, he answered with another question. So uh, Rav Chia understood that his, uh, both his siblings had passed away. So Rav Chia told his shamas, I'll take off my shoes, because he had to sit shiva now. Well, as we'll see, it was an abridged shiva. And take my kalim, my... Uh, my utensils or my, my clothing, take my paraphernalia that I need, take my gym bag, if you will, you know, take my, uh, my swimming bag to the base of Merchatz, um, and uh, you'll, you'll have it prepared for me there. Shema Menachas, you see three things <coughs> from the words of Rav Chia to his, to his servant. Shema Menachas, number one, he said, take off my shoes. So you see, the novel's not allowed to wear Shoes, not wear to leather the shoes. He said, bring my stuff afterwards, I'll, I'll meet you at the base of America. It's bring my stuff afterwards. You see here that a Shmur Rechoka, what's a Shmur Rechoka? When you hear about a death after 30 days, that's called a Shmur Rechoka. So you only have to keep one day of Shiva. It's not really Shiva, it's Echad or whatever. And not only that, like we have by Shiva. By Shiva, you get up on the seventh day, you get up in the morning, you don't have to keep the whole day, all days, because mixes is Kakulo. So here too, he only had to keep, uh, you know, he keep for a few hours, and that was it. So you see from there, but the story is related, obviously, because uh, Rob did not want to say the words that his father and mother had passed away. Haoud Omar, another thing that you see from Lushan, there's a man who always used to say, don't, Dini. There are, there are people like that even today. Every time an issue comes up, they say, let's go to court. 
I want to go to court. I want to discuss. I don't want to work it out. I want to go to court. Amri, they said, Shema Mina, Midan Kasi. He must be from the Shevet of Dan. Dechsev, Dan Yadin Amo, Kechat Shifta Yisrael. Dan will, will judge his nation, his uh, people, like one of the tribes of Israel. In other words, also you could, you could explain that to mean that, uh, that Dan Yadin Amo, that he always wants to go to court, right? There was a man who always used to say, Akif Yama, by the, um, by the seashore, even the thorn bushes are as good as fancy trees, fir trees in other places. Um, or another Lushan, that's, that's a push-up shot in, in those words, meaning where he would always say that everything is, where another shot in Rashi is that if I ever build, I want to build on the seashore. I love the seashore. So if I ever build my palace, it's going to be on the seashore. Badku, they checked, Bashku, and they, they searched and they found the Mizvulun, because he came from the tribe of Zvulun, the Chsiv. Zvulun says, Zvulun, the Chofayam Yishka, and Zvulun would like, like to dwell by the seashore. In other words, you see from a person's law shown a lot about that. It's better to keep your mouth shut, better not to say words that aren't nice, that are gross or, or shameful words. And always try to use a, a, a shorter lushan, everything else being equal. Brian, come on. Yeah. Brian, mm-hmm. you also see from here, from the story, that after Shiva, you have to take a shower? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently so. Apparently so. Maybe you went to the bathhouse every day. He says, you know, he says, get remember stuff ready for me. Correct. By the way, the, the uh, Shalom Eda, but, uh, you know, <clears throat> The uh, sefer I have on on Avelis, um, from uh, put out by by the organization Pua, he explains really t- t- clearly today that people have a halacha like an istinus, and even an oval every day can take a shower in his house. Now that we hold the or or so that we established yesterday that everybody really holds, we brought many proofs that or means the eve of the eve of the means the evening. So so michti beinu rav yura beinu rameir. We mentioned before, we're going to talk about the Machlokas, we're going to mention it on the base also, and we're going to talk about it later on in the Perak. There's a Machlokas, right? When is Chomets Aser? Is, is, I mean, there's no Machlokas about when it's Aser from Menatorah. Menatorah, it's Aser from noon, in other words, the end of six hours on Erev, on Erev Pesach. So if, let's say, Erev Pesach, the day goes from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., as an example, if you had real regular, so obviously it goes by shows, manios, that's why we have to stop eating at different times. They put out a schedule when you can stop eating, when you have to burn the chametz by Erev Pesach. But if it was a 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. day, then at noon, it would be usher from that point, chametz is usher. So here's the issue. Now that we know that everybody says, what, when are you supposed to check for the chametz at night, because or is orta, but Rabbi Yudah and Rameir both agree that Chometz is only Yasser from six hours and on, meaning from 12 noon on. So, what do you have to check at night for? Check in the sixth hour, right? You have to burn it. You have to get rid of the Chometz. We'll talk about burning it or being mavatal it, but you have to get rid of it by 12 p.m. So, so at 11 o'clock in the morning, check then. I say, oh, people who are scrupulous and, and expeditious, they want to be maktim and do it early. So, nothing but suffer. Check in the morning. Why do you have to do it the, the night before, check in the morning? 
So we says it says by Mila you have to check you know, when do you do Mila on the eighth day, not at night in the day. You can really do it all day. Many people know to do it later in the day, say so eat fleshics, etc. But people you could do it all day, but the Zara is a person who's scrupulous will rush to do it right away. Avram got up in the morning. And Rashi says Baboker means he didn't even wait for Natsachama. Boker means Alosa Shachar. He got up to do the to do the mitzvah when Hashem told him right to uh, take care of you know with the whenever it's a mitzvah do it right in the morning don't wait so if you're safe because you want to be a czar so do it in the morning don't wait till 10 11 o'clock do it right in the morning there's two reasons why we do it at night people are at home at night during the day people aren't always at home they're at work or they're in yeshiva whatever they are no more they're at home and even if you say, yeah, but they're home early in the morning too, but or on we'll see later on that in the morning, right, there's a special reason to use the flame because the flame checks very well. We'll, see, we'll talk about that. And in, during the daytime, the flame is, is useless because uh, a flame doesn't do anything uh, during the day. And therefore, it's, it, at night, you have two advantages. If people are home, and that's a time when the ore of the, of the flame of a candle is very good for checking. So the rabbi said, do it at night. Amr Abaya. Abaya said, once the rabbi said, do it at night, and therefore you have a, ra- a young rabbi, if he has a seder every night to learn, you know, right after Mara of whatever to, to, to learn, he should not start learning his seder at night, but to the place of the Nage Eveson. He shouldn't start learning it that night, meaning the, even, the evening of the 13th, the Nage Eveson, which starts, which lights up, which breaks into the 14th, meaning Orlar Basar, because maybe he'll be, maybe he will be, um, his, his learning will continue, meaning he'll be distracted by the learning. The learning itself will keep him occupied, and it will co- continue on. Mitzvah, he won't do the mitzvah. The rabbi said, this is a mitzvah to check, for, to search for the chametz on, on, um, on Orlar Basar, on the eve of the 14th. And therefore, that's the rule. The rule is, even though Midaraisa, you can have chametz in your possession until 12 noon on Erev Pesach, but you should check for the chametz the night before, because the rabbi said that's when people are home, and that's when the candle works best. Why we need a candle, we'll see that later on. Once you have these rules, so let's say somebody, a landlord, rents out his house to a tenant on the 14th. Who has to check? Who has to check for the chametz? The chametz, really, if there's any chametz in the house, it's really the landlord's or the previous tenant, but it belongs to the, belongs to the landlord. So who has to check? Do you say the masker should check the chamir didei? Because the chametz is his. It's his chametz. He should get rid of it. The socher should check the sur because the isur of the chametz is going to be in his rishus once he takes over the house. The assumption over here is that the landlord did not say, I'm renting you the house, but I want you to keep this room full of chametz for me, that whatever's in the house belongs now, whatever, you know, it belongs to the, to the tenant. So the chametz is in his rishus. So who should check? Who is, who is the responsibility? Tashma, the first proof we want to bring is, the rule is that the socher must, the, the, the socher must put up the mezuzah. Uh, so and it's a mitzvah. So here too, when it's a mitzvah, presumably it should be on the tenant. So Gemara says, no. That's minatora. Minatora, there's a chiv to put up a mezuzah, and it's a responsibility for the person who's living there. Why? Because he's the one who who um, gets the shmirah, who gets the guarding. Right, is guarded by the mezuzah. Rashi says. Rashi says, mezuzah." Um, 
Chobas Ador, four lines into the wide lines, Lavishi Mishmaraso, it guards him. When you come in, Nichnas Vyotseba. So it guards you. Avalach Abdikas Chomets is only Drabonan. As we'll see in here, Rashi points out, Dimishim Ba Yerba Matza, Ivy Isra Ba Yerba Matza, it shouldn't be in your possession. Hamalakamon, the cycle of a bit will be Amma. You could be Mavatlet and say, it's not mine anymore, right? It's not mine, I'm getting rid of it. It's not mine. I'm mavatalit. We'll see what that means. If, bit, if bitl means because of hefker, or he's just mavatalit that it's not his anymore. In any case, uh, so it's Torah, Rashi points out, and it's, by mezuzah, it's a, it's a daraisa. You have to put it on your house, and who and who who has the responsibility? The person who it's guarding, which is the tenant. But over here, Menatorah, you don't really have to search for the chametz. Right, Menatoyev such comes, you can be vatl and say it's not mine anymore. I'm a vatlet. The rabbis though said Rabbanan who the shuchabababadika. So, so who did the Rabbanan say should do it? The person who's renting it out. Or now, notice he says on the fourteenth. If he rented it before the fourteenth, then clearly the maskir is out of the picture. But the question over here is when he rented it to him on the fourteenth, who has a responsibility to check the maskir or the socher? Right. Amar of Meshar Shalosah. So, so who has the responsibility to be mavatl? So be mavatalit again. Whoever who, the bittel would work oh, on whoever owns it. Whoever owns right. it. Whoever owns it. So again. So if the if the um, if the socher, let's say there is, let's say the uh, masker checked for the chametz. He did the bdika. But there's still some chametz there. That's on the socher. Certainly has to do the bittel on on the fourteenth. Be or burn it. Whatever's there. But the, who has to do the bdika on that night on the fourteenth? So on the night of the 14th, is he rented to him, let's say, in the evening, right? Right as the 14th began. Or Lar Basar, who has to who, check it? So the first uh, uh, answer that the tenant has to, because mezuzah, mezuzah is a derisa, it's different. Hachamai, this is only Drabbanan. Who did the rabbi make it incumbent upon? Amalur of Nachmar Yitzchak, Tanina, we learn a mask, Rabbi Sechavero. Iman Shalom if he hasn't given over the key, the key is when you take possession of the house, a tenant or a purchaser, Muslim of Techos, so Chalar Basar Alamasa technically I shouldn't say if, if you purchase it technically, if you paid for it, it's really yours. But in any case, by the tenant it's leased with the Mafteach. So Khalabasar um Imachalmasar Lamaftechos Khalabasar knows if if the fourteenth started, meaning you had Mayrav already on the on eve the eve of the fourteenth, and at that point already he had not given him yet the keys. He didn't give him the keys till later on on, on the eve of the 14th, because as soon as the 14th started, meaning the eve of the 14th, the masker has the, uh, has the responsibility, has the obligation to check. So he has to check for it. If he already gave him the keys when the 14th started, means he gave him the keys, let's say, at Mincha time on the 13th. And, um, and, now, and uh, now the 14th started. In other words, if by the time the 14th started, let's say at Shkia, on er, on the eve of the fourteenth, he already had the keys. The tenant had the keys. Those are the rules. The rules are who has the keys at Shkia on the eve of the fourteenth. That's the answer. The answer is that's how the Rabbanan set it up. What happens if he rents it to him on the fourteenth in the morning? Erev Pesach. The guy comes in out of town. He needs a place to be for Pesach, and he rents it to him on the fourteenth in the morning. Can the tenant assume? that the place has been checked because since he rented to him on the 14th, in other words, the question is, who is the responsibility? So we've already decided, we've said the responsibility is on whoever has the keys to the place 
on when, when the eve of the 14th started. But if he rents it to him on the morning of the 14th, can the tenant assume that the masker already checked it because he had that obligation or not? Can he assume that? <clears throat> That's the question. Is there a presumption that it's been checked and he doesn't have to, the tenant doesn't have to check it again? Or is there no presumption that the place has been searched? What's an afkmina? Ask the guy. <laughs> Ask him if he checked or not. Says the less Elisha, he's not around. He did it from far away. He had an agent, whatever. He's not here. So <clears throat> should we be matriach? Should we should we uh, uh, bother the uh, the tenant to check again because we're not sure? Or can you assume that it's been checked? We have a brisa. The brisa says Everybody's believed to say that the place has been that the check that the beer chometz has been done. He used the lashon of beer chometz over here. But it really means, beer means destroying the chametz. It really means badku. Rashi says, beer chametz. Take a look at Rashi, two lines from the bottom of the page. Everybody's believed to say that the owner checked it the night before. They're believed on this. Emesh means the night before, last night. Everybody's believed. What do you mean everybody's believed? Even people who aren't good at him. Normally to be an aid, you need a kosher bar mitzvah Jewish man. Here he says, even women, even even slaves, even children who are not bar mitzvah. Anybody's believed to, to do that. My time of believe. Maya, they believe. That's our question: is can you assume it must be because there's a presumption? They're believed because there's a presumption it was probably checked anyway. It was probably checked already, so therefore they're believed. Right, the ksaver hakol chaver makes a bikkas chametz. When it comes to bikkas chametz, everybody is a chaver. Everybody is what you call a friend or an associate, meaning that they're all very careful about this. When it comes to this, they're very. There's a group of people chaverim who are considered very scrupulous in their mitzvahs, and like a like a rav. But but even if he's not a rav, he could be a chaver in the sense that you know he's scrupulous. He's, he's very makbed about taking care of these things. And when it comes to bikkas chametz, everybody's makbed about chametz. Remember when I was a kid and you get a piece of candy from some kid and you knew that he didn't come from a Shomer Shabbos house, but you know, but Pesach they were mocked about. You know, you can, you can rely that they, you know, there, there was the assumption everybody kept chametz, uh, nobody ate chametz on Pesach, right? Even today in, in Eretz Yisrael, where most of the people are not Shomer Shabbos, but many, you know, I would say the great majority of Jews in Israel don't eat chametz on Pesach. So here is, also... Is that why a Friam Hotel, when you're, the people are going to Dubai for Pesach and they land on the morning in their hotel room, or forget it. Let's say people here in Eretz Yisrael, right. a Jewish hotel. Right. Nobody's bought it chametz, right? Right. When you right. get to the hotel area. That's up. right. That's right. You have this no obligation. Huh? You have no obligation to. Uh, the to, hotel's to, not being bought no, no. First of all, you I have. First of all, it's their it's their obligation to check, but it's not. You're simply a, you're simply a guest in the room. It's not even like you're a tenant. You're a guest in the room. They could, they could change. No, you could change. They could change the room on you. They could say this, that, the other. That's that. I would say that in a hotel, you have no obligation whatsoever, unless you're staying in the hotel for a month or so, and you have your chametz there, and then you should check it. But if you show up on the fourteenth, you have no obligation to check it. So everybody's scrupulous with that. So that's why anybody's believed the uh, uh, you know women, children, etc. Everybody's believed. So what do you see? Must be. When you say that since everybody's believed to say it's been checked, it must be that there's an assumption, there's a presumption it's been checked. The Tanya, how do you know that how do we know that they're, they're like Chavar? A Chavar who died, he left the storehouse full of fruits, 
meaning meaning here like uh, um, grains and others like things that you're high of trumas maestros on and even if they're that day, meaning they're just one day old, or they you're only chayim trumas maestros when they've been piled up. We're talking about grain. There's chiv on peyrus and and uh, and yerukos, uh, vegetables midrabanan. But even if we're talking about grains, uh, even if they're one day old, you can assume harayim becheskus mitukan. There's a chazaka that a chaver uh, took trumas maestros right away. He doesn't delay. He doesn't take. He doesn't going to keep anything in his house that can cause uh, people to stumble and eat something which they can't eat. So what do you see? That uh, they're like a like a hover. In other words, is is why why are women and children believed to save placement check? Presumably, because there's a presumption that people check. Says the Gemara Mimai. How do you know there's a presumption? Maybe the reasons why these people, the reason over here where you can assume that uh, that women and children are believed, the reason it's believe, it, they're believed over here, or the reason why you can assume that it's been checked here is because they're telling you that it's been checked. The women and children are believed over here. Maybe that's why, not Stam. Our question was, if you rent a house on the 14th in the morning and the guy's not there, right? The owner's not there. And you don't know, there's nobody to ask. Can you assume it's been, it's been searched for chametz or not? So we're trying to move over here. Yes, you can assume that it is. It is. Why? Because you see women and children believe. Maybe that's because the women and children believe. That's why if, if there's no women and children to testify at all, maybe, uh, maybe there's no presumption that it's been checked. Says tomorrow, Atumir Dahani Midi Mishashis what is there? Is there word over here? If it wouldn't be that there's a presumption, would their word mean anything? Does it have any substance to it? In other words, they're not believed as witnesses normally. So it's more, uh, right? Elamai. So what do you mean? Elamai the chaskasa baruch. So elamai must be since they're not normally believed. Must be that there's a presumption that it's been checked. So so what do you need them at all for then? What do you need the women and children for? So why does it say everybody's believed, even women and slaves and children? Should just say that it's presumption. In other words, if the children aren't if the women and children aren't really good at him, and you're saying you rely there's a presumption, so if you have a presumption, you don't need the women and children at all for. And if it and if there is no presumption and you're relying on them, they're not good at him. So what's going on over here? Elamai, Mishuma, Elamai, so you should just say there's a presumption. Elamai, Mishum Damira, Dahani. It must be that it's only good because these people are saying, these people, these women and children are saying that it's been checked. Hold on, man, if it wouldn't be for that, lo. So otherwise it wouldn't be good. So then you have a proof the other way that you, there's a presumption that it's not checked. In other words, you're saying they're believed, right? They're believed. Does their words, if their words don't mean anything, then what do you need them for? Elamai, the words mean something. Ah, oh, so if they testify that it's been checked, the house has been checked, fine, then it's okay. But otherwise, mash, but there's no stam presumption that it's been checked. So the har that's so so the har the proof is the other way that you cannot presume that it's been checked if the guy's not here there's nobody to ask yes we learned that the obligations on the balabai but let's say you show up and you don't trust let's say you know for sure that the balabai has not checked it you know for sure he's away there's nobody who checked this house and you know they live there there could be chametz so of course you should check not because you know that just the obligation the obligation wasn't on you but you don't want to have chametz in the house right. So, so it's more than, it could very well be that there isn't a presumption that it's been checked. Here we know the guy wasn't home. The guy wasn't here. He couldn't have checked. He left town. We know that, that he couldn't have checked it, right? He's on his way out. And, and now these the women and children come along and say, and they say, we've checked it. We checked it. Ah, so Mao the same. In other words, I'll tell you it could very well be, and that seems to be the halacha, that you can assume that they checked. If you rent a house on the 14th, you can assume it's been you can assume it's been checked. But if you know that the owner wasn't here, so you can't assume that he checked it, 
And women and children come and say, yes, we checked it, though. You can believe them. Mao to say, maybe you shouldn't believe them. Some lower butter, but shouldn't believe them. They're not regular witnesses. Kamash Malam, Kivan, the Bidgas, Chametz, Medarabonim. The whole reason why you have to search on the 14th, the Torah doesn't say search for Chametz on the 14th and the eve of the 14th. It's all Durabonim. Demidaraisa, Babitabiyamasagula, Bidaraisa, you could be Mavatlit. Rashi learns, this is good, we'll get to see the Machlis, but let's first do more. The Gemara says, Demidaraisa, all you have to do is be Mavatlit. Midaraisa, you don't have to search for it, just be Mavatlit. Right, Sagula. So In other words, since Midarai said you don't have to do the search at all, the rabbi said you should do a search. Why did the rabbi say you do a search? So we said back in Beis Menalf, Ratosa says because you might come to eat something. Rashi says because maybe you really won't be mavatal at 100%. You might find a good thing and, and, and you say, oh, that I didn't want to be mavatal. So Rashi and Tosa disagree. Why? But it's all Drabanam. So since it's Rabbanan, the rabbi said also, you know what, it's only a, it's only a Chumrit Rabbanan you should do this. It's a Mitzvah Rabbanan, not just a Chumrit, it's a Mitzvah Rabbanan. But we also believe women and children over here because since it's our halacha that we set up this halacha, it's like a Tekanas Chachamim. So Tekanas Chachamim, you have to check for Chumrit on the layout of the 14th. It's not just a chumrah or a geder. It's, it's a, you could call it that, but it's a, it's, yeah, you can call it like a geder. They made a geder. There's different kinds of drabonan. Some are mitzvahs drabonan, like laying uh, Megillah on Purim, right? Or uh, lighting the candles on Hanukkah. That's a mitzvah drabonan. There's, and then there's, uh, there's chumrah drabonan, like, uh, like muksa, right? Or takanas that keep you from doing other things. So here too, this is a takanas chacham. The chacham said, "We made this halacha." We also said that women and children and slaves are believed to say that the place has been checked. Now Rashi says over here, "The bit will be amasagim made a raisa." The chsif tashbisa. The pasuk says tashbisa. You should destroy the chametz. But lo chsif tevaru. It doesn't say the tevaru like burn it. So what does tashbisa mean? Vashbasa b'leiv he ashbasa. Rashi learns that destroying it in your heart is also ashbasa. Tosas takes strong issue with Rashi, and Tosas goes along with his far that he said before. The concern about eating on the uh, searching for the fourteenth, you shouldn't come to eat it. He says it's bittel biyama doesn't work over here. Why? Because once there's a mit, the tashbisa will said tashbisa was chal at twelve noon on erev Pesach. At that point, it's also to have hanoah uh, from chametz. We'll see from the psukim soon. So you can't have enough Muhammad. At that point, you can't be mavatl. Something is also by no, you can't be mavatl. So the, so Tosa says, "Vamo read the meraisa bit to be amasagi mitam de maacher shebitlu avi hefker." He says, "Once you're mavatl, it's hefker." Not because and as everybody agrees, the Gemara says meraisa bit to be amasagi. So Rashi says that's pshat and tashbisu. Tosa says no, tashbisu means literally destroying the chametz, burning it, <coughs> flushing it down the toilet, etc. Right, and that's only at six hours. <clears throat> that mitzvah is at six hours and on, right? You can't, you can't be mavatal at that point. And as if Tos, Rashi says, that's how you're mavatal, that's how you're makayim tashbisu. But tashbisu is at six hours, and at that point you can't do bitl anymore. So you could be mavatal it before, of course, but that's not the, that's a different kind of tashbisu. And that's not what he means over here. He says, midaraisa bebitl bial masagi, He's masagi because you could make a mafkrit whenever you want. You can be mafkrit a week before, two weeks before also, and then it's not in your house anymore. It's mutter because once the chametz isn't yours, <coughs> there's no iser. As I said, you're allowed to walk by a goyish bakery on Shabbos, that, on, on Pesach, that has chametz over there, and you could make it, you might smell it or see it or whatever. You're not over in that. By your by is only if it's yours, right? So therefore, he says, the Tosa says the reason is because you could be mafkrit. Not because bitl, when the Mar says bitl be amasagi, Rashi says that's a kiyum of tashbisu, of destroying. Tosa says, no, 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 just you're being mafkar, you're getting rid of it. If you got rid of all your chametz, you have no chametz, you're mafkar, everything you have. 
The issue, you know, you have Irving is, is your house and things like that, that, you know, pots and kalim and things like that. But the issue of uh, Hefker, if, you're, if you have real chametz and you're making Hefker, that's it. You got rid of it. There's no problem there. So Torah, all you need is Bittel, either whether it's Hefker, like Rashi, like Tosa says, or Hashbasa, which is also Bittel. But Rashi learns that's a kiyam of Hashbasa, which is only, which is later on. Here we're talking about before uh, the day of the 14th, when you're doing it at night. When you're doing it at night, if you wanted to, you could just be Mabatal it, and make it Hefker. And then you have no chametz anymore, so there's nothing even to search for. It's only draw button. You should you should search. Like Tosa says, even if you don't have, even if the chametz in your house is not yours, you should check for it, lest you come to eat it. If you find a nice donut, you might forget about. It. You might not realize it's Pesach, and you might eat it. There's an issue of eating it, even if it's not yours, right? You can't own it by your by matzah. Only if you own it. If you own it, you're over by your by matzah, but you can't eat it. Or have direct hanaf from it, even if it's not yours. So hanaf really means having hanaf from it means that somehow it's yours. But eating it is also you can't go into a guy's house and eat chametz on Pesach. Let's say you uh, you rented a house to somebody in a in a in a, in a presumption that it was checked. And now the socher, the tenant, found out that it wasn't checked. Now he said, "Listen, I'm renting a house here. Give me the keys. I need it for Pesach." And the masker tells him, yeah, it's been checked for chametz. The guy goes in there and finds out that it's not been checked for chametz. He finds chametz there. So, Mao, can he go back? Can the tenant renege on the deal? Can he say, listen, I, that, that's, uh, you know, mekachtos. We made a deal that the house is checked. It's not checked for chametz, Mao. Mekachtos isn't a mekachtos, and it's a bum deal. It's a bad deal. It's a mistake. And therefore, I can go back on the deal. I want to rent a different house instead. Although, not certainly, certainly in a city where they don't pay other people to check. Everybody checks it themselves. They take, they take the candle and the shmata and they go around checking for it. The nichle mitzvah gofe. A person's happy to do a mitzvah with his with his with his by by but with his body. Meaning he didn't have to pay for it. How do you check for chametz? You don't have to pay for it to check for chametz. Usually people do it themselves. So certainly in a city like that. A guy, even if he would, even if he had been told that the house was not checked for chametz, he would have rented it anyway because he's happy to do the mitzvah. People want to do the mitzvah. Everybody wants to get kids together and look for chametz on on the on the on the eve of the fourteenth. So certainly, a place where it doesn't cost any money, he wouldn't have gone back on the deal. And therefore, it's not a mekachtos, even though the guy told him it's been checked. But even if it, even if he had known that it wasn't checked, he wouldn't have gone back on the deal. Even in a place where they pay people, it's a guy's got a big house. It's normal to pay somebody to come and check the house for them. Even in a place like that, still he wouldn't have gone back on the deal had he known that it wasn't checked. And the person was happy to do a mitzvah with his money. In other words, it's not a mekachtos. The other question was, do you have to check or not? Before we discussed it, is a, ches, is a chazaka that it was checked or not? You rent it on the 14th, you can assume that it was checked, right? Obviously, if it was, if it was you rented it from a Jew, you, you could check it, you could assume that it was checked. And the obligation is on whoever owned it at the beginning of the day, whoever had the keys at the beginning of the day. But here the question is, it is a mekachtos if I found that it wasn't? No, it's not a mekachtos. Because we can assume that even if you knew that you had to pay somebody to check for it, you would have still done it because you want to do the mitzvah. So therefore, if you rented the house from on the 12th or the 13th day or something, whatever, and, you, and, it was che- and uh, he said it was already checked for chametz, you still want to do the mitzvah and check for chametz. Or even if it was on the 14th, but he told you it was checked and you found out that it wasn't, you should still check. You'd, you'd still rather do the mitzvah. And this, that the guy wants to go back on the deal, it's probably because he found another apartment that's even nicer. So that's why he want to go back on the deal. But the assumption is that a person would like to do the mitzvah himself. Tanan 
We learn later on in this parak, and Mishnah says we have mentioned machlokes for Meir Amar Ochen Kochamish. As we said, Menat Torah, it's only Oster to have chametz from noon. But Midrabanan, the rabbi said, you got to be careful because sometimes you can't tell when noon is. You didn't have an exact clock. You didn't have an iPhone, and you might not be sure. So Rameir says. You can eat the whole fifth hour. That would mean between 10 and 11 a.m. on a 6 to 6 day. The sort from Tchilashesh. And you burn at the beginning at 11 o'clock. At the beginning of the sixth hour, burn it then. Don't wait till the last minute because you've got to get rid of it. By, you're not allowed to have any from noon. So burning at 11 o'clock. Rabutus is more machmah. We're very careful because sometimes you can make a mistake in more than an hour. So you only allow you to eat until 10 a.m. And from 10 to 11, you, don't, you can't eat. You can still give it to your animals, as we'll see, but you don't have to burn it yet either. But so everybody agrees you burn it at the beginning, uh, at, at 11 o'clock, beginning of the sixth hour, you burn it. Everybody agrees that it's usher, six, from six hours on, you can't have any chametz. You can't eat chametz, you can't own chametz. No, where do you get that from? Everybody agrees that. We mentioned that before. We mentioned Ahmed Alf also. He said, everybody agrees only from six hours a day. Why do you have to check the night before? Oh, the night before, everybody's home, and that's when the light works, etc. But why, why do you have to, why is it also from six hours on? Amr Abai, Trey Kroxev, the Tupsukum. We're going to see different, different things. Let's take us into tomorrow's daf. Two different reasons. Trey Kroxev, the Tupsukum. One says, Shivas Yom Sarli Masvechem. Six, on the, for seven days, you shouldn't find any leaven in your house. That's Chametz. Viksiv, another Pasuk says, Ach Bayom Arishan Tashbiso. On the first day, you should destroy Sormatechem. What do you mean on the first day? Seven days, you can't have Chametz. So how can you destroy it on the first day? The beginning of the seventh day, meaning Leila Seder, it's already Osir. So how can it say, on the first day, like sounds like on Pesach morning, you should destroy the Chametz. You can't destroy it on the Pesach morning. It's got to be destroyed before. Okay, must mean, Ach Arisha means on the 14th, not on the 15th day, the first day of Pesach. You have to destroy it on the 14th. Okay, so destroy it on the 14th. Fine. Maybe it means, no, maybe it means that you have to have it destroyed by Leila Seder. Right, the Sakachim. I might think Yomim Ksiv. It says you got to destroy. It, it, it says Ach Bayomarishon. Right, or Shivas Yomim, or seven days. Then maybe the night, not so much. Right, maybe you can burn it on the night of Leila Seder. Sakachamina Yomim Ksiv. Yomain Leila Slow. There's no Easter to have chametz on the night, so you can't have it during the day. So obviously, once the first day started, you can't have it throughout the seventh day. But maybe the first night you can have chametz. Destroy it on the first night when Shkia happens on Leila Seder. Maybe you could still have chametz. Right, Kamashmala, and Afilos. Maybe that's what it's teaching me. Right, Kamashmala So maybe that's what it is. Maybe maybe it's telling you not that you have to destroy it on the fourteenth. Maybe it means to include Ach Bayomarishan Tashmis was coming to tell you, even though we said seven days you can't have chametz, but the first night you could, so destroy it on the first night. So you don't need a you don't need a pasuk to tell me that. I know that I can't have any chametz already on Leila Seder as soon as Pesach starts. Why? There's a hekish between destroying the chametz and eating chametz. Why? Because it says, as we'll see in a second, and there's another hekish between chametz and matzah. What's that? or And by the way, this isn't kachim. So the Gemara and Zavachim, Mem Testament Beis, which talks about you can't learn out uh, C from B by a hekish. If you learn out B from A from a hekish, that's only by kachim. This is not kachim. Okay, so it says, uh, what's, what's the, what's the, the Pasuk we said for, the Pasuk we quoted before, the Pasuk we quoted before, the Pasuk goes on, okay, so there's a hekish between Shivas Yomim, which is Hashbasasor, uh, uh, so this is the first one, getting rid of the Chomet, getting rid of it, 
from Achilles Chomets, Kichaloch El Chomets, Venikrasa. Then we have another Hekish, Achilles Chomets, Achilles Matzah, Dechsib, Komachmetz, Slosochele, Bechomash Vosechem. Don't eat any Chomets in all your dwellings. The same pasuk says, Right? So the hekesh between eating chametz and uh, between not eating chametz and eating matzah. By matzah says be'er of matzah. So we know that you have to eat matzah on leila seder. In fact, the only chiv to eat matzah is on leila seder. You don't have to eat chametz the rest of the uh, rest of the of the uh, pesach if you're gluten intolerant or whatever. You don't have to eat, only the first night you have to eat. You have to eat a matzah. So when the first night you have to eat matzah, that's also the time when you can't have chametz. So we already know you can't have chametz in your house on Leil Seder. So therefore, therefore, when it says, ach, bayomerishin tashbisa, what does that mean? We already know you can't have any chametz in your house the whole seven days of Pesach. So what is ach bayomerishin? What does it mean the first day you destroy? It must mean on the 14th. So maybe you have to destroy chametz already on when we search for chametz, and as we know, we eat chametz even on the morning of the fourteenth. Maybe after maybe the rabbis leil yadal lebeer says bayom tziv. It says ach bayom arishon tashbisu. You have to destroy it on the day. So bayim mitzafer maybe from the morning, maybe right early in the morning. Meaning ralos hashachar, and you can eat it at night. But you have to start in the morning. It says ach cholak. It says ach separates it. Ach is a miut. Rashi explains ach is a miut. Here's another pshat that ach is like a, if you darshan ach with the that Aleph, Aleph, Ches, and Samach were based off that, that, that the uh, Aleph is interchangeable with the Ches, and the, and the Chof is interchangeable with the Tzaddik, so it's like a Ches, it cuts, it's like an arrow, cuts it right down the middle. In other words, maybe in the morning, but the Pasuk is, by Yom Rishon, you have to destroy the, the Chometz, the first day. What's the first day now? We know it's got to be the 14th. It can't mean any of the days of Pesach, because you can't have Chometz at all then, right? So, uh, an Ach, so what part of the 14th is it? Maybe it should be the night? No. Uh, we it, it's it's it can't be at night because it's bayom. So we have on the fourteenth, sometime during the fourteenth, you have to destroy the chametz. So when is it? Ach splits it. We limit it so we do halfway. Half the day you could have chametz and half the day you can't have chametz. Minat Torah. However, the Rabbi say you should be more machber. Burn it at the beginning of at eleven o'clock in the at the beginning of the sixth hour of the day and eating it. There's a machlok is how far we're machmer, right? But that's how we know. This is one drasha for how we know that you have to get rid of the chametz minat Torah. From noon on the, on erev Pesach, because it says Ach Rishon Tashbisa. Tomorrow, Mitzvah, we'll see another another drush or how we know that on the fourteenth uh, you have to destroy Chometz Menatora from uh, from that point from from Los Yisrael Chometz Dam Because we'll see that tomorrow, Mitzvah, you have to shech your your carbon Pesach. And at, at noon, from noon on is when you shech your carbon pesach in the after, early afternoon of Erev thing. And then you shouldn't have chametz already, so it's another drusha. But anyway, minatora, you can't have chametz from six hours in the day, from noon on Erev, on Erev pesach. All right, we'll pick up from here tomorrow, Mitzvah. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you.